Okay, go back to page four on your copies for those on uh, Zoom. That's the copy that begins with the Gemara and Shabbos on page one. Go to page four because, as I mentioned, I thought we would have, we had many practical application shaylas of the Hilchas Muksa with the crumbs. So let's go back so we can get our bearing and then jump back in. We said that, the Gemara said, according to the Gears of Tesis, that Rabbi Yechelen held that if you had perurim, you had crumbs less than a kazayas, you can be ma'abedem biyadayim, you still can't treat them with utter bizayim, as that's not good for parnasa. So as we'll see, you can't step on them. But you could throw them out. Because they're worthless, after you finish the suda, after, during people still partake of them, sometimes they pick them up, but afterwards... Not usually, if that would change a Metzius, then the Taka wouldn't be Mux afterwards either. But usually they are, and that together with the eggshells and the peanut shells and the like have an issue of muksa. and therefore the question is, how do you clear off the table on Shabbos? And how do you treat this the rest of the week with the Bizayin Eichlin? So Rabbi Eichlin says, as long as it's not a downright Bizayin, you can disregard the crumbs and things that we're not going to eat anyway. So, Many of you asked a few different questions in the Muksa, so let's just go back to the Mishnah Burr first, and then I will address the question. We, on page 4, we spoke about things that are still royal achila for humans, societies, places where they eat bones, and they still some meat on the bone, uh, suck the marrow, and the like. So that's level number one. It should be pointed out that that's during the Suda, after the Suda in America unless you left a significant amount of food on that bone, no one's going back to suck the meat off the bone. It just gets cold and starts congealing. It's like it becomes a graf charay. So you have to know where that would apply because all these atarim, they have a little bit of fruit pulp in the pit. Picture a peach. So yes, while you're still eating it, you'll suck it, you'll... uh, get it good to the last drop, but uh, after you finish, no one's going to go over and say, where's that? Where's that part of the peach? I missed something. Just not, that's not American. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, they're very focused on Baltanshas. It's just not going to happen. So when we talk about not being muksa because of that, it has to fit the bill. If no one would go back or a vast majority wouldn't go back, that's still going to be an issue. So that's point number one. Uh, point number two, we, I think you had asked me this right after the shear, we had a pecking order, which we'll again see inside the Mishnah Bura. The Mechaber says if it's on a challah board, let's say, you have these crumbs and you benched already, the benching doesn't create the chalais of muksa, just that you're finished eating now. So now most people don't go back for the crumbs unless it's kakash cake crumbs, in which case they might. And the Mechaber says you could take the board and tilt it because it's tiltum and atzad. You're if you need the makam, if it's shal shudas, don't do any of the above because it's achana and you're leaving. No one's staying unless the women are staying, sitting around schmoozing and they want a clean table. But with women, I asked many times and they said they're not sure if it's because it's almost Matzah Shabbos and they know what's ahead of them that they have to clean up or because it's graf shalrei. Graf shalrei, that's the first thing you yield out. And it's not wrong, but you really got to figure out what it is and where your mind's playing these tricks on you that you just want to clean it up because you don't want to clean it up later, which would be a chan about shal The first two suddhas, not going to be a shayla. You have to get rid of it anyway because you got to set up the next suddha. 
And that's why we're going to break it down, because this is very Magaya to every single household. How do you clean up the table on Shabbos, and how do you avoid the muksa to the extent you can avoid it, and how do you avoid Bizayin Eichlin to the extent that you can avoid it, and less than a kazai is not a problem. There is a sheet of Mishbur will quote that maybe everything on the table is mistyved to a kazai, in which case you shouldn't be mistreating it like that anyway, but then you'd have to come on to the other head to the same reason we throw a lot of food in the mice and no one's going to eat it. So we're going to review that now. Mishabur, yeah? You can have early. That's fine, but ask me that in the spring. We changed the clock last week. If you have shalshiz at all, you're still not having it early. You just finished eating lunch. At 3 o'clock, you have shalshiz and then you have the rest of the day. If somebody's sitting there, but the heter yeah, is yeah. somebody, okay, just ask the women. They're very, I appreciate their honesty and they want to know, is the mother clean off? I said, if it's a, you don't want to sit here like this, and you're moving it aside. Even if it's not a grab you're tilting it. And the Machabe's description, by the way, of tilting it is not going to help us at all because in those days, that a dirt floor. You could tilt it and it goes on the floor. You've got to make sure you're not putting it in a place where people are going to step on it because then you have the Kashalanias issue. Say the whole thing's not a gear. We're not tilting anything off and putting anything on any floor. So that means you're picking up the whole thing and bringing it to the garbage, which is fine. That's. The next step, if you can't tilt it, you could bring the whole thing over, and the person say, I'm safer, you should put a piece of bread or something on it that it's not a buses. You can't create a bus in the middle of Shabbos. Buses only, whatever, had a mux on it. Benesh Marsh is going in. Good kasha, and the shailiz, is that true, or is there a type of mini buses in the middle of it, you can create a buses of Dover, also Dover Mutter. So I'm just saying that quickly, but that's part of the Hidra over here. If you have a plate and put something not mux on and then move it, that's the best way of doing it. Otherwise, just pick it up and bring it to the garbage. There are sheets as a hold, and this is Nogea in camp. A lot, like most of the time, if you've ever been a waiter in camp. They don't usually take all the stuff and bring it to the garbage. They take the garbage and bring it to the table. That's a big machlek is, can you bring something that's most of the garbage, has garbage in it already. Can you bring that over here? If you're getting rid of a gash array, do you have to pick the gash array and bring it over there? That's ready. There is what to be Samechan. So let's see what the pecking order is, and then we'll get to your shayla with the knife. The Mishabura does bring down that the knife or the napkin or the fork, whatever you're pushing it over with, is also tiltman outside. The chaznish, that's from the taz. The chaznish from the Shulchan HaKarav already, but down to the Chaznish, they hold, that's not Tiltaman outside, that's your hand, Yadda Richta. You're just using a knife, you don't want to get it dirty. And therefore, you can't push it with a knife. Uh, if it's a Graf Sharei, you have it there anyway. If it's not, better to uh, lift it up. And the problem is, when you lift up the tablecloth, take the question in a minute, uh, Pesky Chuva makes two interesting points. The first one is, when you lift the tablecloth and everything gets dumped together, it, you just created a Graf Sharei. So then you're using that last heta, but that's the, that's the last resort. You're not using Tiltaman outside when you pick up the plastic tablecloth because as soon as you pick it up and start wrapping it, everything becomes disgusting and it becomes a garbage So you're not really using the Tiltaman outside heter. That's an interesting, interesting point. Um, okay, before we see the Mishabur, you had to. Uh, um, with the garbage can, you're, you're going to be carrying it twice then. You're carrying the garbage to the table and back. Yeah, so we try to minimize so doing, the mouth of but but there is a heter. You can even carry it a few times if you have to. Picture, even if you don't bring the garbage there, often on Shabbos, you're bringing it to the garbage, then it gets overfilled. And if you need the space, if it's a graf sharei or small, whatever it is, we move it again. So there are times we are going to move it multiple times, and it's mutter. All things being equal, it's better not to move it more than necessary, but it's a, it's a bigger issue. Can you move something to the graf sharei in the first place? It's not so partially you're allowed to move the muksa 
over here in the first place if you can take this Graf Shorey, then get rid of it over there. Not everything is a Graf Shorey, that's what I keep repeating. Graf Shorey is Brady. And if I have to translate again, you know, I think you all know what it is. And there are, you know, sometimes diapers around, but American garbage is not necessarily papers, tissues are not, uh, pre-corona were not considered necessarily Graf Shorey. I think people are more fickled now. And um, bones and things like that, even with some meat on it, that was my First point, it's not so pusher today. That would be not muksa because it has some meat. If no one's going to get it, everybody looks at it as, you know, get that away. So take a look at, again, the Mishnah Brewer on page four. Uh, Kuf Tezbab, yes. The Rav said about it being uh, Yad Arucha. Yeah. Is it, is it Yad Arucha if it's, if it's accomplishing something that your hand couldn't do? Would it, would it really be if you take what you're doing is pushing so crumbs like this? I could do that with my hand. I just don't right, want to. When you have little crumbs, they snag in the surface of. If you have a, if you have, a, if you have like fabric that has yeah. like not smooth, and so the, like the waiters, they make these these like. Yeah, somebody was talking like about that after right. Like that. So those like they they use them because they work better than a person's hand. Um, right. Like the, significantly. Only difference is, I think the argument. Is told them at size, you have a plate with crumbs. You're picking up, somebody asks you, doing, if they don't know how to smoke, what are you doing? You're picking up a plate. Plate happens to have things you want to get rid of. That's real tilt them at size. Over here, you're not picking up this knife object and moving that. No, you're pushing crumbs, Lamaisa. So you, you're saying using, using anything, even if it's not. It's not only, it's a good question, it's not only when you don't want to get your hands dirty, um, which sometimes uses a kula. Lagabe Burger by Bikli. Oh, there it's a Kula. Right, there it's a Kula. We use that same size of But it's not just that. It's the Vart, you're picking up a plate, and the plate has something on it, so that's considered tilt them outside. The Acharnim argue in the Taz, question whether it's the same thing the Taz is making. Chaznish himself told Abchayim, the Minig is local. And the Minig is local. So you can do that. Again, step one would be if it's on the Chala board, let's say, just dump it. We're not going to do that. So you can pick up the whole thing. It's still tilted on the side. You can put something on it. That's not muksa and move it. Then it's a nice hitter. Uh, the next thing is to move it like this. And the other thing is graf sharei. And remember, Amisha held that even when you're doing graf sharei, it's still better to do some sort of tilted on the side, pushing it aside. And others disagree. Once the graf sharei, you could just uh, take it. So let's uh, just see inside again. Kuf Tezvav. It's Kuf Tezvav, about six lines down on page four. Menar Satavlo, Hudafa Munachal Shochan Gadei, Lossam Alav Alechem. Huadim Mapa Prusa. Now, Mapa Prusa is when you had a hard plastic, you picked the whole thing up, not when everything's getting mixed up. And our soft plastics, we wrapped the whole thing up and everything's tumbling over everything else. It's already most and probably Graf Shorey's, you don't really have that middle madrega. This is the Taz. Or a napkin. And this is all assuming you need the place where this is, or you will need it on Shabbos. We clear off the next Suda. Now the third heter is if they're really most and they're together and they're getting all dirty or they are dirty already. And he doesn't talk about diapers, he just says most, but most has to be most. Uh, the second point, I saw the Pesach is I think this is an excellent, uh, he's trying to be a miyash of the minig. People touch a lot of these things, and the theme of this is that it's muksa. You can't play around with it. You can't touch it. You shouldn't be lifting it with your hand. Either lift it with a plate, uh, or lift the tablecloth, and or use the knife. 
the tablecloth, again, if you argue that it all gets mixed up as Gavshare, you can take Gavshare with your hands, but that's the third option. We try not to touch it l'chatchila. The heter we spoke about is stuff left in the bone, fruit left in the pit, which is questionable for Americans whether that's Nagea. And the real question, this is a big machlekes, and this is the most important point for this uh, concept in Hochaz Muxa. The Machabit said the heter is of animals would eat it, uh, but you have to have animals in town. Do you have to own the animal? No. But that has to be prevalent enough in town. And there are many Peskim, Shalom Zalman and others, who say, even if you haven't yet in 20 years fed this to an animal, your neighbor's animal or anybody else, it doesn't make a difference. There are animals around and somebody's doing it. That's one approach. Others say, no, you, have to, you don't have to own the animal, but it has to be prevalent enough that people feed this to animal. I think the crumbs are in the running. Crumbs are the main star of the uh, sugi over here. If you have fish or birds, I don't have fish or birds, but I think they do feed them crumbs. That's not out of the question. If you're not doing it, somebody else is doing it. Lamaisi tries to be malamitzchus, why it's not muksa, even if nobody's really doing it. Problem in Shabbos is you can't feed a stray animal. You can't feed a hefka animal. That's the problem with the Shabbos here with the birds. Because, well, why is it you can't feed animals? The answer is it's a gzera to tircha. We don't want you going around feeding all the animals. If it's your animals, then you have to feed them. So, one exception everybody's made is which species? That's your department. The dog. Best can point out. You can feed anybody's dog. Hefka dog. Doesn't make a difference. Ah, it's not your responsibility. The answer is it is, because the terrorist says, the kel of tashichin it is not just navela. Navela, trefa, crumbs, biscuits, whatever they want. So that's one big heter. So if it's roy lachila for a dog, and there's some dogs in the neighborhood, that'll be mutter. What if it's not roy lachila the dog, and nobody feeds this to dogs? What other het did you have? So he wants the taina. That was an interesting angle. If the whole is to feed stray animals that are not your responsibility is the tircha. There's no tircha. You've got to clear it off anyway. The shaila is a muksa. Once you clear it off, put it in the garbage. If the animals have free reign to take it, if they don't, then you have these bear proof, I'll get back to that in a moment, garbages, which are becoming very popular now. Then it's not no gear, but most of the time you put out garbage, and the animals seem to have their uh, dinner. Uh, often enough, then he tightens, it's not muksa, and there's no tircha issue. You can have that in mind to make it nice muksa, but that's not a tircha. You're clearing off anyway, not doing any extra. I thought that was a very interesting angle as a lima tzchus. Lamaisa, in the past um, three, four, five weeks, I don't know what's going on in your backyard, but we must have one particular uh, family or something that's having breakfast, lunch, and supper from our garbage, and we just have, you would think it's enough, reinforced plastic, big black bins like you all have, and it's doing nothing for the, uh, against the claws of the local uh, bear unit. So um, I just happened to overhear the Rebison mentioning to my daughter that we got to go out next time we're out shopping and get bear-proof garbage cans. I'd have a chance to ask her what those are, how much a more a lock. It's still plastic, right? They're not ripping yeah, through much, plastic. Much thicker. No, the, 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 much thicker. They lock. They okay, so if you lock it and you continue to always lock it, then this Limitzchus won't help. And it's still he, around they can't chew it. They could chew through it. They can't. Still rim. Okay. Okay, just don't tell Peter, because they're going to tie we're mistreating the bears. But Lamaisa, it's a little, um, the, the family members that we had usually taking out the garbage for some reason the last few weeks don't want to do it anymore, especially in the night 
Uh, so uh, it's, it has to be addressed, and uh, the population is exploding because somebody decided we shouldn't hunt anymore. It's all part of the same uh, ball of wax. And uh, that's why we have so many uh, deer, which look harmless and very beautiful Niflis abere, except when it comes to ticks. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with the election tomorrow, but I hope they're running on a slate of pro-hunting or anti or does that just go along with the regular two parties? I'm not sure. But uh, this, it's an issue because it's really affecting human life. We have, again, I always read it, we have no problem, be nice to animals, and terror protects them, if it affects human beings, like they can't go out at night because they're afraid of bears because they're uh, propagating, or there are, on my property, right at the top of the hill, nice flat land, we have consistently living a couple of extended families with their edim, and they must they have kest. They're probably learning a kill or something. And the, and the cousins, the first cousins, second cousins, remember, 20 deer on the, uh, I'm sure you all, it's getting out of control. The bears uh, the deer, uh, yeah, but they don't. That's the problem. You would think if they would, uh, they, you know, survival of the fittest, but I don't want to go there. Yeah. If you see deer on your lawn, then you know that the bears aren't around. Um, they are yeah, they don't stay that late, though, unfortunately. But uh, anyway, just another example where it's short-sighted thinking, and I don't know. If they ask it, because they don't want people with firearms in Rockland County, I, I, I get that. We, are, we don't want firearms either. We might have Nosham Sitkani has taken them and have a little Silbush problem. I don't, I don't want to get into that. But if it's another reason, something to do with being nice to animals, uh, if you're not nice to the humans, that doesn't help per the monkey discussion we had on Shabbos, which I'm not going to repeat now. Uh, yes? Exporting goods sells shotguns. I, they do. It's illegal in Rockland County. It's illegal. Yeah. It's all a shotgun? It's to illegal shoot. to shoot them. You can own them, but it doesn't do much in your break front, uh, at least not for the tick issue. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to give away uh, who you should vote for, but that was the, uh, that was the short remez. Um, let's go back in your set. Go to page 6 which is what we were up to. Actually, it's page one. It's, what was that? Self-defense. Self-defense against a what? A deer? Deer never attack. You no, you, you weren't here, Shabbat Shuvah. Apparently, we had a whole drush about the bears. They don't attack. And if you make yourself look larger than life, you could scare it away, and we had all sorts of other races. Uh, bears. Bears don't attack. They've had, like, very Baruch Hashem. Very, deer certainly don't attack. Uh, bears don't attack. They will, they're more scared of you than you are of them. They'll run up a tree. And they're very few, like the last hundred years, they had the fatalities almost on your, on your don't go near them to prove me right or wrong. <laughs> but uh, but uh, just based on the raw stats, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty safe, even though they look a little scary. If it's brown, not black, call me first. That might make a difference, but, uh, or grizzly type. But the regular ones that are going through your garbage... Uh, are not that, uh, no, it's not for Kamina Philcha Shabbos. A number of people ask me, can they carry a thing where you press a button and it makes some shriek? I said, no, use your lungs, you're very healthy, and you could shriek yourself. You don't need to be Michal Shabbos. The Sakanda is not on a, nearly on a high enough level. So it's a practical thing for Hilcha Shabbos of what's not mutter. Okay, let's go now to the second part of the crumbs, and that is what you're supposed to leave on your table. Also, in Yanim of Parnassah, and uh, it's page one, which the uh, recount after page uh, five. And let's go to Sif Aleph. Dine Peruri Hapas. Ein Lahasir Hamapa Valachem Ad Acher Birchazamazam. Interesting. We're going to have Sif Aleph and Sif Base. 
Machaber, this is so Chashra Machaber, splits it into two, to show you how important this is, you should not clear off all the lechem from your table before you bench. Why not? Take a look at all from the Mishnah Brewer. Ain lahasir kadei sheniker lakol shemavarchem lashemiz baruch al chazdei v'tuva gadol sheichad mazon l'chaber yisav. Should have a dogma before we get to the Yanni Kabbalah. Pashup shot is have something on the table when you bench to thank Hashem for the food that you just had, and that's supposed to be recognizable while you're benching. And Baruch Hashem, we in America take it for granted because there's plenty of it. And that's why we have a problem with Baltashchis. It's not to be taken for granted. And there are people who um, don't appreciate the bracha. In fact, you have it every day. It doesn't mean you shouldn't appreciate it. That's why we have Bech Shachar and we have bracha detailed on everything, opening your eyes and standing up and stretching your limbs. And so we shouldn't take any of this for granted. The gam da bracha in rik. Now this is davarik. This is apikabola, but. Still brought down the Mishnah Brewer. It can't, or it won't be chal. Hashem could do anything. It won't be chal on something that doesn't exist. We just spoke about this before Meirv. The uh, Ishanamis was told by Elisha to take whatever drop of oil you have and use that to increase the bocha and pour into empty kalim and keep pouring. Which is this week's Haftera. Not coincidental. Take a look at footnote number one before we go back. Uh, take a look. He adds in, Pace can bring this down from the Kitzah Shalai. You see the second paragraph in one on page two? Af es ha-melech kasav ha-kaf ha-chaim b'shem Kitzah Shalai sh'en l'hasem ha-shochan ad l'achar b'chaz ha-mazan. The Kitzah Shalai is obviously assuming that you had salt on the table. As we said, the Indian to be damaged to the Mizbech. And the interdependent salt, So keep, even if you're cleaning the table beforehand, keep it on the salt shaker and at least a little bit of salt and some of the challah. Interesting, Shaila, should you have some crumbs, something left over from your Danish. We're going to go back to that because this is going to be Nagea to another din in this same simon. Does it apply to Mazenus? Good Havamina, right? You're making al it's Ma'ain Shalosh of benching. You're thanking Hashem, it's the same theme. So if the first reason is that we want to show our appreciation on food, should have some food in front of you, and the second idea, the Brochus only Chal, something that's there, should apply. Lamaisa, Rabbi Yashur says, it wasn't the many, it's not us, sir. It wasn't the meaning, it's only on the, on the full benching. Go back to the page before. Let's see Siv Beis. Call me she'en ha'meshayer pas ashochana e'en ha'royasem brach ha'lielam. That's pretty stark. It's such an important Indian. We already had two reasons. We're going to list some more. Avalayavi pas shleim evitnen ha'roshochan. Don't bring new pas if you can avoid it. Masakem echsel ha'shem ha'vazchabam avishnem ha'archem lagad shochan. That doesn't really fit with the things going around us today because they don't have any of the Avarazar that have a custom to bring bread to the table before they say their grace, but l'chatchila, that's, the Gemara says you should avoid it. L'maysa, if you don't have anything on the table, the Mishra is going to say in a moment, you should bring something to the table. That's how important the Zinyan is. Take a look at Bayes in the Mishnah Brewer. Kol mishayena detzarech l'shayar kadeshe muzumen l'anishiyavah. So, First reason given is that you want to have, this is not crumbs, you want to have a nice slice of bread or 
Bokolo. Ready, if the Ani comes, Kein Shamu Chazal, Mara B'Shachana Marichon L'Yamov, Dilma Asa Anyaviyav, you're at your table, he comes in, you're ready to serve him. That reason, Pashas does not apply today. Can't say it never applies, but when's the last time you had somebody knocking on your door? And you answer the door with your slice of bread in hand and said, I've been waiting for you. Have a sandwich. Now, it could be that after you give him a check, he would like something to eat and you give a sandwich. It's not beyond the pale that you can give him something to eat. And it doesn't have to be junk food. It could be a nice, healthy tuna sandwich. But over here, we're talking about you finish the meal, you have something left on the table that's like a piece of a bread or something like That's not really going to be that used doesn't make a difference. There's so many other reasons over here. First of all, it could happen. Second of all, that's not the only reason. We want to leave something over before the Mishnah explained. We want to show what we're benching for. So we have a dugma of food. And the bracha should be chal for the increased panasa. Here is to show we had so much food, we even left something over. That's how much bounty we have. So we have, for one din, which a lot of people either are not cognizant of or not careful about, we have four reasons given already, how important it is, and then we quote the Lashon Chazal, if you don't do it. And in Gimel, it brings from the Pasuk, it's a very a famous shalom, very historical also, and we'll see why it's still Nagea. So they used to have aniyim around the house. Uh, they invite them in. They were people sitting in the street waiting for a meal. That could still happen today. The minig was Lel Shabbos. Everybody had their seat assigned in shul, and then the people who were being magalgo from town to town would just come in and not know a soul. And the minig was, everybody said good Shabbos, they went to the back, and they, and they, they, took somebody, or two or three, depending on the need. So if you have a few aniyim, you should give it to the most chash of a one. You want to show hakaras hatayv, and uh, you want to give him some, uh, like a doggy bag, you want to uh, pack him up or something. This is, the, this is the famous part. We mentioned Kest before. So until, uh, I guess, Chachmei Lublin, I suppose, Amir Shapiro's Chiddush, was that we have to raise the covet of the Yeshiva Bachram in Europe, which was at a very low ebb before the war, between the wars. And he said the first thing we got to do is not have them sort of always looking for meals and begging and going from place to place. Therefore, Anu Chiddush, which we take for granted today, we're going to set up a Yeshiva with a dorm and a lunchroom. Can you imagine? This is pretty recent history and didn't exist before. And they used to eat teg by different people. And I remember Yosef Chaim Zanefeld, who recently became Yosef Chaim Zanefeld for many reasons, but it produced Kedalim because if you made it after deprivation like this during your Yeshiva Bacha years, uh, you obviously made it very strong stuff. Yosef Chaim Zanefeld, of Shach, many in between. Uh, if you read any of the stories, they mamish starved. They starved, they froze. They were, they were poor to begin with, and uh, Rav Shach, uh, barely, and Lithuanian winters were chilly. They still are. 
And Mr. Zanefeld once made a comment that on a good week he had every other day. That means there weren't enough balabatim in the town to feed it, or they couldn't <coughs> afford whatever it was. And sometimes he fasted um, every other day, sometimes a couple of days went by and, and didn't have a proper meal. So Mayor Shapiro wanted to change the mindset and change that, and um, he put together the first prototype of really a modern, modern setup. So the Shalah is encouraging the people of the town to have the Maila of having Aniyim, but not Stam Aniyim. If you have Bochram who are standard Aniyim, you got Hachzachas Torah and... You got a dry Torah and you were Machzik Anim. That's he spells out here. Meshabeach Anim. And so, Gehilo Shemachzik in London, Bacham al Shochanim, Kal Shanak Yechem Ebenam. And they used to accept them and take them in as, like, this is your day. You eat by me Shabbos. And sometimes they took them in and they actually slept in the house. They had no dorm. They had to sleep somewhere also. And they took them in like, uh, like a child, which is a tremendous schus. Uh, sometimes, if they were lucky, they ended up marrying the daughter of the house if you wanted to take a. Uh, if he was a ben and this was done by Klai Yisrael really steigd and for hundreds and hundreds of years Yeshiva Bacharim were housed and fed by the uh, good citizens of the town. No, the Shalah was just encouraging it. It was before also, and it was till, again, till Amir Shapir. Amir Shapir, by the way, it was one yeshiva. The rest of the yeshivas till the Second World War still existed uh, on the old system. And uh, today, um, just we never tell somebody they'd never heard of it, that there are yeshivas at a town where they have basements they're renting from Balabatim, but that's not, they're not putting them up often. Sometimes they give them free, sometimes not, but they're not expected to, you know, you have for a meal here and there. It's not like, can you adopt him and have him for every meal, or you can, can you take Tuesday and Thursday, depending on how wealthy or how not wealthy they were. Everybody did what they could, and the system worked basically, but a lot of people went hungry for a long time. It's a hard concept for us to understand. I try to paint the picture of the history for Bacharim, who I'm not tying in the Bacharim, it all depends what you used to, but sometimes, I mean, I have a room of yeshiva, former yeshiva bacharim here, and present yeshiva bacharim. Did you ever hear somebody complain about yeshiva food? So, of course, even though yeshiva food is, by and large, very good, and when it's not very good, there are takeout places which they don't really encourage the bacharim to go to, but some of them, you can call them in, and <laughs> different ways to figure it out. No one's going hungry. But... It's good to know the history that uh, there was a time when you weren't assured three square meals a day, every day. That's what the Shalah is trying to, to encourage. And he says, compared to, they only had two meals, actually. He says, compared to Shnei Tamidim. Uh, if you have something on the table, even crumbs, that's good enough. Don't bring something else. This is for the Avodah and Lamaisa, if you have nothing, you can bring a Bashem you should bring. So you should be benching with salt. And but this machaber about is about the lechem on the table, show that karasatoiv, show you have left over, and to show the Indian Nister that the Bracha should be chal on something tangible. Tomorrow, Mr. Shem, we're gonna get back to the crumbs on the Zahiris of not putting it in harm's way where people step on it because that's the second issue of the Parnassah of the Kashalaniyas, and Mr. Shem will get to that tomorrow.